going on guys welcome back to the creatives unwind podcast this is your host sergio luviano this is episode number three and we are back after a while of being away due to this whole pandemic situation that everybody's going through and today we have as a guest mr agustin mantello he is a graphic designer and artist based out of mendoza argentina and today we'll be talking about his journey as a graphic designer some of the projects that he's been working on as of late and of course how this whole you know pandemic situation has been affecting him and his craft so uh without further ado mr agustin what's going on man say hi to the people hello guys it's been a it's been a real hustle to get this going but i'm glad we finally got it going and we are oh here my goodness yeah. dude it was it took for it took forever to get this thing going man uh we were trying to figure out how to record externally and save it as different files and all this whole thing but uh we finally got it up and going and uh it should be a good episode uh so what's up man how are you doing with all this uh situation that's been going around um well as a freelancer to be honest it hasn't really changed much of my my daily routine or whatever i've just had to start working out here at home but luckily a lot of work has come in so it's been keeping me busy and i don't know it's really tough getting used to this whole thing and it's really worrying but i don't know i guess you just have to get used to it and do the responsible thing and stay inside and take care you know? yeah yeah <laughs> for sure man i mean it's it's a struggle for sure to uh you know get uh adapt you know adapt to the circumstances and it's a lot of things that uh have changed in the past month or so over a month now so you know like you said it's uh, as a creative and as a freelancer it's kind of tough whenever you have upcoming events you know that you're planning and then you know it just they just get wiped out or postponed because of this whole situation so uh, but i'm glad you're doing good with everything i mean it's uh like you said it's all new to everybody so we kind of have to ad adapt as we go but um before we go in into depth about that um tell us exactly what do you do man or, or like and i know you're, you're a graphic designer but what would you uh say your other uh, tasks are that you do or or other talents that you have yeah so basically i'm a i'm a graphic designer and lettering artist from argentina um but i do a little bit of everything like branding and packaging is where i'm mainly focused in right now but i do from character design to logos to packaging to just posters lettering i've done websites so it's been it's been like a long ride kind of like finding that niche and where i want to work but yeah we're here now we're mostly doing branding design and yeah i'm liking that for the moment but you know i've always been a fan of pixar and and like character design and everything so my instagram page is kind of all over the page you know it's a bit yeah man i've checked out your work for sure man uh, i came across your work through instagram as well i want to say it has been I don't think it's been a year yet, but uh, it's about to be, I think, uh, for sure about eight months, I think, since I first found your work, I want to say. And uh, yeah, man, just seeing your work, it, it's just, it's been, uh, it's been a pleasure working with you and, and creating what we have. And we'll talk about that a bit more. But uh, I mean, you have some amazing work ranging from different, different types of companies and different styles. Um, what would you say, you know, you kind of, uh, starting off whenever you you know you started getting into graphic design um you know how did that get get going for you and and you started you know growing that craft in, in inside you 
So it's a really long story, actually. Um, I don't know where the first point is where I like, got started with it, because I never really saw it as a professional until I was older. But I don't know, when I was in primary, secondary school, I was always like just drawing out my name, doing doodles when I was supposed to be listening to the teacher and like doing that kind of stuff where I was like more attracted to the artistic kind of side of things. Um, so maybe I think that's kind of what triggered the whole artistic movement, just like doodling. And I've always done like characters and little, I don't know, kind of comic strips or whatever. And that's kind of what inspired me to like chase a creative career, which at the time I thought it was architecture actually, because okay. my dad was a pilot. So we lived seven years in Hong Kong and just the, the whole architecture and building movement there compared to Argentina is just huge. Like it's all very modern, it's all skyscrapers. So that kind of all motivated me to move into architecture, seeing, I don't know, as a kid, I always thought that was like the only viable way to like, I don't know, make money and live off art. <laughs> and I couldn't be more wrong. Uh, I'm doing graphic design now. I changed career and I do not regret it one bit. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, like you said, with uh, with visiting other parts of the world, uh, it's definitely inspiring. I mean, I still have yet to do some of that myself. I mean, I've been to places in different countries, um, you know, over here, um, you know, uh, in North America, whether it's, you know, Mexico or, or here in the States. But, um, you know, I have yet to visit overseas. So that's pretty awesome how you're, you know, you were able to you know, see different parts of, of the world. And, and that's definitely inspiring. At least I feel that, you know, that can give you inspiration to the type of work that you're doing. Um, so yeah. how many years exactly would you say, you know, was your starting point? So my starting point with graphic design, uh, without counting that whole doodling and schooling, whatever, I, I dropped out of architecture to pursue graphic design about five years ago. I graduated last year from university and yeah, I was like, I just didn't feel architecture was where I wanted to go. And I just decided to chase something more artistic and I didn't want to go into art school exactly. So I just started researching what other kind of creative, um, what other kind of creative careers I could go after, you know, and it was either go into animation which I still do in my page as a graphic designer <laughs> or um, just go graphic design, which I found was like a more broad spectrum where I could like explore different things and maybe see where I'd go from there. Okay. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, looking, looking at your work, it's definitely, um, you know, it's, it's something special that, you know, takes a lot of talent, a lot of skill to do. Um, and you have different styles, which is pretty cool for other, you know, potential clients to see that, you know, you're not only attached to a certain style of, or look that you're able to expand those horizons mm -hmm. in the sense. And, you know, you can try different things to, uh, cause every company is different. Every person's different. Every style is different. So it's pretty awesome to see, uh, you know, the different kind of designs that you've made throughout the years. Um, yeah. so I'm starting, you bring that up. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, man. Ramble on that. Because a bit. like a lot of people in like, for example, in the artist scene and Instagram and stuff, or even photography, you like see everybody doing the same kind of photos and the same kind of art. And 
I don't know, as a designer, at least what I learned in university and everything is that you have to adapt to whatever company comes your way. Not everybody, not every client's going to be the same. And I don't know, I, it's like a fight between, okay, yeah, I want to do my style and have people come to me for my style and also working with different kind of companies and people and like having them know that I can do different stuff, you know? So it's finding that balance there that's kind of complicated, but... For sure, man. And uh, when you said with, with, with learning some of that in school, um, what are some of the other things you learned early on with, uh, you know, getting into graphic design, transitioning from the architect scene into, you know, a little bit more of graphic design? What would you say you've learned along the way starting off? Um, so I, I guess like I've always been freelancing. So even when I was in university, I've been learning a lot of just trial and error and getting my own side jobs and whatever. So it ranges like having that kind of the whole freelance changed a lot for me, especially like I haven't gone into a studio or anything, mm -hmm. but just having that like life experience of being able to like one on one, even when you're not graduated or anything, talk to somebody and have like clients and do free work and like get yourself out there and like market yourself and everything. It's just like, yeah, it's, I don't think you get that kind of experience anywhere else. Um, it's just like trial by fire, you know? <laughs> um, and I also did like a lot of side jobs where aren't really what I'm dedicated to right now. But like when I was younger, I, I'd like go and ask a restaurant if they needed like a chalk mural or whatever. And, I don't know, that kind of stuff like gets you like a harder skin, you know, just going out and putting yourself out there and asking for jobs and whatever. It's like, it's, it's good practice. It's good to like do that. And I don't know, helps you grow a lot. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like a lot of uh, different types of um, careers uh, can kind of agree with that because like you said you can learn as much as you want in school and you can read about everything and of course work on your craft and your in your case would be working on on the artist side of things on designing but if you don't get out there in the field and actually face the reality of it which is finding the work and creating a clientele then it's going to be a little difficult if you don't do that to you know kind of grow from there and, and grow your because at the end of the day you need to have people who look up to your work and I mean at least I can say that a lot of my uh, work that I do with photo and video is referrals word of mouth so whenever different people see your work that uh you know are different clients followers then that, that that's the way that you're able to get more work going forward so that's definitely a good point you brought up with you know being able to uh, deal with certain circumstances whether they're positive or negative and learning from them to grow from that and then going forward you're able to you know use those skills and use what you've learned in the future for uh, different clients that you face with because like you mentioned everybody's different in the design they want but also they're different people so everybody kind of has a different character to them as well so yeah I mean I definitely think that's a that's an important point there yeah also I don't know, in my perspective at least, um, I don't know, here in Argentina, like university is relatively cheap. I mean, we even have free university. So okay. like, if you can do it, do it. 
but there, I know a lot of people in the States get like in debt and everything. And it's like a whole, it's like a whole topic there, whether you should go to university or not. Um, so like, I don't know, this kind of thing of like stepping outside the box, even if you are going to university, we have like that career that we can start like, we have that privilege that in our career we can like start doing work without having to be a graduate yet. Like if you're a lawyer, you probably can't work. Or if you're an architect, you like can't go and build a house if you don't have the title, you know? But okay. yeah. I mean, as a photographer, as a designer, as an artist or whatever, you can like go and sell your product even if you don't have a degree, you know? That's so interesting, yeah. It's, it's like good to different. take that kind of chance and like, I don't know, it's like double learning. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, man. And by the way, which what part of town of Argentina are you from? What's your what's your city? I'm from Mendoza. It's the the capital of wine here. <laughs> the capital of wine, and that's that's yeah, perfect. Right next to the Andes on the. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, I know we've talked in the past about you know potentially meeting in the future, and I'll definitely be expecting a, a bottle of wine from you uh, someday. But. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, with with the whole show idea of everything um, with the creatives on wine, that's kind of the idea behind uh, the show, uh, which today dude, we were going all over the place. We didn't even have time to even talk about that, about having something to drink with while we were doing this, but um, something to drink. But um, it, yeah, it, it took us a good like 15, 20 minutes to get this thing going. Um, and I know you have other things to work on in the future like today, so I just wanted to make sure that we got this thing going, but uh, but yeah, man, I expect a, a bottle of wine for sure once we meet in the future. I know you said you might come in the states, but with this whole Corona thing, um, you know, hopefully sometime by the end of the year, maybe next year, we can plan for something like that. Um, yeah, but yeah, man. Sure. So so with yeah, man, for sure. So I know you mentioned about school and and how it's a little bit different over there. Um, what suggestions would you give to anybody that's potentially uh, potentially planning on pursuing graphic design um, as a career going forward? What would be some of the tips or, or suggestions you will give uh, to somebody that's planning on going to school for that? Um, well, I can't talk like it's kind of how I told you about. Like, it depends on what what your situation is, what your country situation is like here we have free education so if you want to go you can go um i know a lot of people in the states boy it's a lot harder to go to like art school or whatever because it's like really expensive and not everybody's in the same i can't just be like oh yeah go because it's i mean obviously you're going to get experience and if you can do it then it's probably going to be a positive because there's a lot of people that you can learn from a lot of contacts you can have but yeah, I mean, if you can't afford it, it's not the end of the world. I mean, most of the stuff I've learned have been outside of university. Like I told you, it's been talking to clients, it's been practice, it's been, I mean, lettering I've been doing since I was like 10. <laughs> it's stuff that you carry with you that that no school can like, I mean, like, yeah, you can learn a lot of stuff, but there are stuff that you practice in your own time and stuff that you're gifted with and your point of view and your artistic style that nobody else can have so you can work on it and you can be a really good designer without going to school <laughs> yeah so that's kind of like the question there was kind of like you said with with a lot of the skills that you learned along the way 
uh, some of them you've acquired from early on as a kid, you know, and it's kind of something that grows in you as you go and practice more because you actually enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, you know, like you said, circumstances are different, especially here in the States compared to uh, possibly your country. But um, I think a lot of it has to do with also, you know, if you want to pursue something and go to school for it. Of course, you know, like, for example, with, with me, what I do, everything has been self-taught. I mean, from online courses to YouTube and, of course, practice out in the field and just learning on the craft from different people that I look up to. And that's kind of helped me, uh, you know, go along and, and, and practice everything going forward. But I feel like with, with your potential, you know, with, with your um, craft that you do, it's kind of more individual because it's kind of you as an artist, as one person that has their own style and of course there's basics I would say or I would think that there'll be basics that you will have to learn to kind of build on and create your own style but at the end of the day every every individual is different I feel when it comes into being a graphic designer uh, what do you think about yeah. that yeah for sure I mean I have friends who are like extremely good web designers and they have a knowledge of typography as like the set types and fonts and how to grid and everything and very technical stuff that maybe isn't really into my style. Like I've always considered myself kind of an artistic soul or whatever, like more of an artist than somebody who's like, um, I don't know, caring too much about gridding and having everything look exactly to perfection. I mean, I do have some logos that are like that, but I usually enjoy like, I don't know, having rough the rough sketchings and stuff like that then cleaning it up so i don't know that depends what type of artist you are really what type of graphic designer you want to be if it i mean there are also like a whole bunch of like online courses that you could take as well but i mean there are a lot of technical stuff that going to a school or or to like a workshop or something could help you with um but I think that your artistic part has to come from you, at least in my university that I went to, like they didn't teach you that much of like, I don't know, character design, lettering, things that I've always been passionate about. So that's always been on the side, just me learning it and, and doing it however I can, you know? Yeah, for sure. That's awesome, man. So with uh, the type of work that you do now with different clients, what has been like, um, what do you recall? What was your first job as a graphic designer that you, you know, consider your first gig as, uh, as you know, your, your career that you're doing? So my first, first job depends. Cause I think my first actual job when I had my title was your logo. <laughs> oh, really? That's awesome, dude. But before that I've done like, uh, a couple of like small logos for for uncles i've done like i don't know i've done a couple of i've won a couple of contests i've done okay. those kind of restaurant mural things that i was talking to you about so it was always like kind of finding my style and doing a lot of free work for friends and people that i know just to get my work out there um and yeah, just posting stuff on my page until like a lot of work has come up lately where I've been doing more websites and logos and beer packagings and I'm really happy with that. 
dude i'm so excited for you with those man i've seen the the works that you've the work that you've done for those like brewing companies and stuff and uh, i remember one time you showed me a wine label you were working on it's pretty cool to see like how potential you know or companies that are up and coming uh that are you know potentially big names going forward that they'll have your your designs on their logo so it's pretty awesome to see that um yeah, yeah man, that's that's super cool uh so i know you mentioned with, with uh you know the logo that you made for me that was that was awesome and we can talk about that a bit more i know um with the beginning process of it to the end it was completely you know, I was involved in it because you allowed me to, and it was just an amazing experience to go through that uh, design process with you. So um, the first logo that we worked on for me was the Memorable Views Photography one with the NVP. And if you guys don't know already, um, you know, of course, every design has uh, a little bit of the personality of the person who's going to be, you know, wearing that design or displaying it with their company. So with me, um, I love you know sports overall but baseball is kind of like the sport that's for me and i kind of just wanted something around that of course mvp is a very uh, well-known term or phrase um as most valuable player and it's chanted all around the leagues uh here in the u.s for sure and of course around the world but um that's kind of the idea that i gave agustin to kind of go based off that and just the the process that we had and the talks that we had uh, to go, you know, to the final design was pretty amazing. Uh, can you share a little bit of feedback of that, Augustine? Like how, like, what was your initial impression of kind of what I was requesting for the design? Yeah, so basically, like, we've talked about this a lot because <laughs> um, usually when when a, when a client approaches me or, or I'm asked to do a logo, um, I don't know, like, if it was for me, I'd do like lettering everything or, or like, yeah, just put kind of like the same artistic style as I have on every logo. But then like, I don't know, there's a saying where like, if you put cilantro and everything, even though you might love cilantro, everything will taste the same. So that's, <laughs> that's true. That's to, a good one. To where my, where my last point was. So so like yeah just have everything be adapted to the person that's hiring you you know you're the one that's going to be carrying this logo for life and or however it lasts however long it lasts but, but like yeah have it represent you and your brand and what you want that to show to people and we did a couple of first sketches and and they came out pretty good i was pretty happy with like a a couple of them um but yeah, I just wanted to dig in deeper just to not have it be like the generic, like photographer kind of logo. So we ended up coming up with your passion for baseball because you were always talking about the Houston, what are they, the Rockets? The Astros. <laughs> the Astros, yeah. Sorry, we don't have baseball here. <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> yeah, so basically you came up with that and how you loved it and you were like sending me pictures of the stadium and you were like always talking about that. So it's like, why are we not incorporating this passion that you have for that and where the name actually came from, the chant in the field, into your logo? So we decided to go with like a monogram that looked kind of like the baseball logos. So kind yeah. of inspired that. Yeah, man. So, you know, with the process of, uh, you know, explaining that with him and, and having those talks and the, and the drafts that were made up, uh, 
the big logo, I mean, there's different variations that I've had, which is pretty cool for Agustin to share those with me. Because initially we had uh, just the letter logo with the MVP letters and then um, the logo that I used for my... Because when I started with my craft, it was initially for wedding photography, which like Agustin mentioned, um, I was looking into a good watermark or logo to showcase for my wedding clients. And I saw that a lot of them were very similar when it comes into just having their first and last name, just like as some kind of cursive font. And uh, that's kind of what a lot of photographers use uh, for their watermark. So I wanted a little bit something different that included my name, but also a logo that I can base it off of and that I can use for different things as well. So that's where I, you know, we came up with uh, the MVP and then with the with the big logo that I use for my wedding work, which mentions the entire word at the top, memorable views, photography in the bottom, and then my name on the corner on the sides, which is Sergio Luviano. So just seeing the final product of that man was pretty amazing. And uh, you know, if you guys need any kind of work when it comes into graphic designing, or if you have a company, or we need a logo for anything, uh, feel free to you know follow my guy Agustin, which his Instagram handle is uh, a underscore Montello. That's M A N T E L L O. You can go ahead and message him on there, and he'll get back to you to uh, talk about any kind of designs that you have in mind. So yeah, man, that was the first logo that we worked on for sure. And then recently, I I know with this whole podcast, it's fairly new i mean it's it's been in, in the works and i you know we have two episodes so far so far this is going to be three episodes and um i did want something as a cover art for my uh my podcast and uh if you guys are you know listening to this episode already then you guys can see that on there because we are releasing it with this episode of course um if it's nice. perfect because we have uh the guest on that made it which is agustin and uh you know that's the creatives on wine uh logo that you know he made for me and for the cover art here for the podcast so um talking about that one a bit more bro i know you mentioned um you know with with me having the the profile picture that i have on my instagram with that suit that i have on the blue suit we kind of based it off that for now and uh it being kind of like a show I did mention to him or one of us mentioned that, you know, it was something more of like a Jimmy Fallon look as well. So I was pretty cool to kind of implement that in the logo. Uh, but what is your take on, on creating that piece as well, bro? Yeah, no, basically you kind of covered it already, but having you kind of be the, the host of the show, like I immediately pictured you with that suit because it's already like in your profile and I don't know, it just brought me that image of like you having your own talk show and having that kind of like Jimmy Fallon look on there. So, so yeah, going with like a little caricature of yourself and having a logo, mixing the wine, the bottle, the, the glass there. I don't know, I love this project, man. It's so fun having, having like that kind of creative spectrum where you can like work whatever you, you like, you know, like your own style and having it look kind of rough and and I don't know, I, I love it. I love how it turned out and how it's like sketchy and it represents you. And I don't know, I hope the people like it too. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to the feedback for sure. I haven't really been posting uh, it yet until I wanted to release it once I had you on the podcast. So uh, good timing now to have that. And of course, like I mentioned, uh, if you guys are watching this or listening to this podcast now, you're able to see that uh, cover art design on it. Um, and I just like how you implemented the little wine bottle on the A on the creatives word and then 
uh, on unwind the eye is into the the glass as well. So that was pretty cool, and I'm definitely gonna be making some shirts with with just uh, you know the the words on there, which is pretty cool. And then I remember the other thing I mentioned to you. It, it reminded me of the the Dunder Mifflin logo on the office as well. I think I mentioned that to you oh, when yeah, we were yeah. making it. Remember? Yeah. So. I love The Office. If you guys don't know, The Office is one of my favorite shows. I, I watch it like time and time again. And even sometimes when I'm editing photos, like I'll go ahead and put it in the background just to listen to it. Um, but it just reminded me, if you guys look at the Dunder Mifflin logo, uh, it reminded me a lot of, of the, the design that he made here for the Creatives on Wine cover art. So that was pretty interesting. Um, and just, you know, like you said, bro, you, you, always, you always make sure that the client gets what they want. And then with, uh, you know, with this design, you, you nailed it, bro. You know, I'm super satisfied with this work that you did. And, um, you know, like I mentioned, if anybody out there needs any kind of work when it comes into the logos or, or any kind of designs, uh, feel free to contact Agustin for any of those needs. Um, but yeah, man, so going going along now with what you got going along with, uh, with you know, your work, I know as of now, everything's kind of, um, you know, we're, we're living in weird times right now but um i know you're, you're still mentioning that you're staying busy even though we're living in these times um what upcoming projects do you have uh in the next couple of months for you yeah so i've actually gotten a lot of a lot of contacts from you um a lot of people have been dming me um let's say photographers clearly but yeah i'm working with with another photographer from vegas the beard dude i'm working on his logo told me you recommended okay him. <laughs> yeah yeah the beard dude I, I remember him yeah yeah i'm also working with a with a brewery from canada who are launching a new sugarless beer which i'm really excited for that's so interesting it's almost done but yeah can't wait to like get all these also working on a website but yeah, mostly the other stuff. Just want to put it out there and start showing people. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And being able to like post all the sketches and and all the thing that goes behind a project like that, you know. Yeah, and that's what I like about it too. It's uh, you know, when you when you post a a graph a design that you made, you you go ahead and share also kind of like the the sketches that lead up to the final design, which is pretty cool to see. Uh, just the process of it going forward uh, from, you know, starting from scratch to sharing the draft and then sharing that final design. So that's pretty cool to see. You know, I'm not sure how, how long does it typically take for you to kind of come up with uh, with an initial design for somebody? Or does uh, it vary? Like, I mean, you know, when we worked on your logo, for example, it could take like, I don't know, two days, three days to like get the idea running. But then there's like a lot of revisions and like cleaning up and maybe we start from zero and we get another idea and i don't know it could be from like two weeks to a month depends what kind of project this spear one is probably going to take like a month or two okay that's cool man so and I then the packaging and all that stuff so it's a lot of yeah work. it's it's a lot that goes to it i bet um so with with the type of um the process that you know that on goes with, with the specific uh, design what tools would you say are necessary for you to complete those like for anybody that knows a bit more because i don't really have an idea of what it you know what it you know what you need when it comes into 
uh, you know, tools or, or certain things that you need to make the designs. Uh, but with people that are possibly listening in that know a little bit more about that, what tools do you use to kind of uh, create your art that you make? I mean, as for the tools you need, um, in my opinion, I think it's just Illustrator and a pencil and a rubber, I guess. Like, um, you don't really need much more than that. I've always used, like, I don't know, pencil, eraser, paper, and inking, inking pens. But yeah, lately I've been doing all my work in the in the iPad. <laughs> so yeah, that's I what I was figuring because uh, I know you mentioned that you, I mean, at least the, the the ones that you've shown me have all been really on the iPad that I've seen. But I wasn't sure if you were using a lot of scratch actual paper with pencil and like eraser or if you were keeping everything on like as a digital platform with Adobe, um, you know, with Illustrator and then with with just your iPad. So that was kind of like if there was anything else that you would suggest that helps you have an easier process uh, when you start creating these, you know, these designs. No, yeah, usually like I just take all my my beginning sketches. I just do them usually in Procreate. Sometimes I still work on paper because like just having my eyes on the screen the whole time is just not my thing. So I like to get back to the old pen and paper and like work it there and then maybe take a picture of it and trace it back up in Procreate. But yeah, it's basically all in Procreate and Illustrator. I do all my sketches and inking and painting in, in Procreate and then I take it to Illustrator and vectorize it. Um, I do use Photoshop for my mock-ups, but that's about it. Um, I posted, a, I did a post actually of your last, well, of this project that's going up the the image for the for the podcast and it goes okay. from beginning to finish how i do uh, the whole sketches and the proposals and the inking and all that stuff that's awesome man invested in that you can check that out yeah for sure man and if, like you mentioned if you guys uh want to check him out and his work um on instagram y'all feel free to do that and and send him uh any message if you have any needs for that for sure but um but yeah, man, like I said, just seeing your work, uh, what would you say are some of your uh, most memorable like experiences that you've had or, or any people that you've met or that you've looked up to? Um, any stories that you would like to share in regards of, you know, what your career has brought you so far? Yeah, I mean, I graduated like a year ago and it's already been like uh, a huge roller coaster that I didn't like think it would take me a couple of places. Um I don't know, just through Instagram, meeting all these different people, these different artists, lettering artists that I looked up to and that are now like big, big friends of mine. Um, I recently went to meet a lettering artist that I met on Instagram called Jimbo. <laughs> and yeah, I just went because I was visiting a couple of friends in Amsterdam and I was like, hey, I think you're from Barcelona, right? So are you going to be there? Because I might be going through and he ended up being really cool. <laughs> he had the studio in in Croatia. So he was he was like, yeah, I am from Barcelona, but I'm living in Croatia. So if you want to come, then we can spend New Year's together. And we ended up spending New Year's together. He showed me around town. It was I don't know. We had a lot of fun. And he's a really good friend of mine now. So <laughs> I don't know stuff like that. I guess kind of like makes you see how like the community, how tight it is, and I don't know. It's amazing. Yeah, man, I can definitely agree with that. Um, 
just seeing the process whenever you started to now, it's definitely night and day and seeing how your skills have grown, uh, you know, from, from that time back and, and, you know, looking at it now, um, it's definitely something amazing to kind of look back on because, you know, if, if we don't really reflect on how far we've come, then, you know, what's kind of the point of everything. So it's pretty, pretty cool to see that. Uh, I myself, you know, I've been pretty much doing this for, I'm going on to four years at the end of this year. And it's been crazy. I mean, I've recently been doing some projects, um, you know, here in the city of Houston. That's kind of just, uh, you know, I can't even believe it myself sometimes, but I'm just like, I'm just kind of just trusting the process, uh, being the best versions of myself that I can. And, uh, you know, just putting the best work that I can out there for everybody to see. So, uh, so yeah, man, I can definitely, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Like as a designer, like, first of all, like what you're saying, like really hits home. Cause like, I try to keep up all the pictures from when I did like really bad sketches, getting into calligraphy and stuff. When I started my page, I try to just keep all those up just to like every now, every once in a while, I just go down and see my process and I'm like, Hey, look how good that got or whatever. And yeah, but also like as a designer, um, getting clients like you, man, and like being able to see them grow, not just yourself. That's just amazing. Like being able to like help somebody with your art and seeing how that art can like help them. I don't know, with whatever, taking them even that little extra inch that like just, I don't know. It's, it's a great feeling to see you grow starting your podcast and being able to grow with you. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. And that brings us to the next point. I think it's uh, very important to talk about this a bit because uh, I feel like a lot of people um, oversee this uh, when it comes into branding and, of course, you know, creating something for themselves that represents them in a clean way when it comes into the design because, you know, anybody can get on, you know, Word or, or whatever it is to make this basic design. But what's your take on, you know, the value of a logo or a graphic design that you're making for them uh, when it comes into a brand? Or, you know, have you had any any clients that kind of uh, giving you feedback in regards of uh, valuing the work that you do for them? Um, I've had about everything. I've had people that think, hey, it's just a little drawing. Why are you charging? Why aren't you doing it for free or whatever? I mean, like, it's a good opportunity. You're just drawing something out for somebody. And I've also had people be like, dude, you can't be charging this low. I mean, look at your work, look what, like, I mean, this company, look what it could be and what, how much money you could be making it in a year just by changing whatever. And yeah, it's like, I don't know, people, it really depends on the value of people. It's up to you if you take the job or not, you should know how to value your art. Um, your art is not just a logo and Obviously, there's different kind of people. I don't know. It's a hard, it's a hard thing to like put a value on yourself, but you got to do it. Um, I mean, I guess photography is the same thing. There's not like a standard rate or anything, so you kind of have to like go with experience and see: Are you willing to drop clients? Are you willing to tell people no? And maybe you're going through a rough patch and you don't have many clients and you want to take a job, but yeah, in the end of the day, you, you've you worked a lot for what you do. I know I have, and I know I've been, 
I've been doing art and practicing even subconsciously since I was a child. And there's so many years that go into having the abilities that we have. And you gotta, you gotta value it, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. I can definitely attain to that. I mean, it's, um, like you said, it's a lot that goes behind the scenes, like, you know, the equipment that you need, uh, you know, the, the time put in, the work, uh, the skills that you've acquired throughout the years. And a lot of people don't really value that because at the end of the day, they're just seeing the final design or the final work that you're putting out. So it's a little difficult for them to see that, but uh, it's definitely a part of, of what your value is. So I recently saw um, a quote uh, on this Instagram page, but I couldn't find it here. But it was very interesting. It said, you are allowed to um, put the value or set the value of what it is for people to access you. So, you know, at the end of the day, you really have to, you know, um, kind of know what your value is. And of course, there's different circumstances with every client. But when it comes into uh, a certain value and something that you're just like, okay, this is my worth. I'm not going to go any lower than this. I think everybody should have at least... A starting point for their work so uh, that's definitely something that's been ongoing and I think everybody that has a business whether it's you know selling a product or a service uh, or anything like that when it comes into visual representation whether it's photo video graphic design or art I feel like um, you know we kind of all struggle with that going you know starting off with uh, setting a value for for certain work but um, as you move along and go forward with your craft and you grow on it and learn from different individuals as well when you ask for their feedback uh, i definitely think that is something that um you know uh, you can learn along the way so uh, so yeah man that's definitely a good point there to mention yeah no for sure especially when you're like hang out it's a lot harder to just to, to say no and to like value yourself and in that kind of sense because you need to like grow your portfolio and and you might be like struggling and stuff like that so but yeah, you got to stick to it. You got to build your own portfolio if you want. And you might not even need clients at first. You could like make makeup projects so people could see, hey, this is what I could do if you hire me. You know, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be reliant on them controlling your, your value or your price. I mean, the clients will come. And once you get a lot of clients, it's a lot easier to say no to people. <laughs> exactly yeah i mean that's that's where it is at really i mean starting off like you mentioned it's very important to build a good portfolio to showcase people on what your skills are and different types of styles of skills that you have as well um and you know how how far you can extend those with different types of clients but then going forward once you do have that portfolio you're able to have a little bit more of uh leverage in that sense of uh setting your worth and just you know showing people what you can really do um and then I think from there going forward, like you said, instead of you chasing, you know, chasing jobs or chasing certain work that you're looking for, then the inquiries will start coming in and then you'll kind of have more control over what you choose to take and work on going forward. And of course, as that happens, um, your value goes up because the demand for your work and for what you're doing, um, you know, it's definitely, uh, you know, goes up as, as time goes by as well. You work with different people. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, that's pretty much uh, what Agustin does going forward. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty excited for you, bro, what, what you got coming along going forward in the next couple of months. I mean, with with everything going on, I'm, I'm super happy to see how you're staying busy and 
And with what you do, uh, it doesn't require a lot of, you know, or any really to go out in the field like I do. Like a lot of my work is pretty much going out in the city and capturing, uh, you know, certain footage or photos. But with you, it's it's a lot of, you know, everything is in your mind. I mean, your creativity is there. So that's that's where it is. And, and you're able to put that into a visual presentation. That's pretty awesome to see. Um, but yeah, man, anything else you would like to add? uh before we we end this episode here um in regards of you know anything you have coming up anything you're looking forward to no basically i'm just uh really well like you say i'm just thankful that i can like do what i do and live off what makes me happy um just expressing my art and working with cool people and and helping people grow like you man i'm just so happy to see the whole podcast all the the reshares of your latest post, all that stuff, how, how just, just things are being kicking off for you. And it's just amazing to see, man, you deserve it. And, and I don't know, man, I just, I'm excited to see what people think about the new, the new cover, the new logo. And for sure, yeah. Man. yeah, man, I'm looking forward to the feedback. Um, you guys feel free to share it uh, to my Instagram or to Augustine's Instagram. Um, what do you guys think about the cover art? I'll go ahead and post it on the creatives on one instagram page for you guys to check out um but yeah man that's that's super awesome i appreciate that i mean it's it's been a it's been a journey thus far i mean these past couple of months i've brought a lot of uh interesting and and fun projects and i'm definitely excited to see what the future holds um but uh before we end it bro i do like to ask this to uh you know my guests so far uh what would a perfect day for you look like man like if you had everything uh, you know, when it comes into just a perfect day and, and, you know, from waking up to, to ending the day, what would that look like for you? What do you think? Um, to be honest right now, a perfect day would be a day where I wake up and this whole COVID thing is gone away and I am somewhere camping far away in a mountain <laughs> and there's nature and I can breathe fresh air and I can be outside my house and everybody's happy. That's awesome, dude. That's oh, that's like so perfect. <laughs> that's like very similar to what possibly one of my perfect days would look like. Like I've always wanted to visit Colorado. I'm not sure if you've uh, seen Colorado uh, or pictures of Colorado, I but, been, um, but I've seen it, yeah. yeah, dude. And it's I mean it's just it's a beautiful scenery that it has, and I'm definitely planning on visiting um, very soon, hopefully after this whole thing is over. But uh, but yeah, man, just going out there in a cabin somewhere and just admiring the mountains the possible snow and, and just nature that's that's like no better way to you know to put it so uh so yeah man uh i appreciate you guys, i appreciate you guys listening in to today's podcast and i appreciate you agustin for being a guest on today uh i know it's been uh, a couple of i think months or a month for sure since we've had an episode so I kind of got a little bit rusty starting off, but uh, I'm glad that we went ahead and recorded this for you guys remotely and, uh, you know, to have some kind of content for the podcast uh, for you guys not to think I forgot about y'all. So, uh, so yeah, man, uh, thank you, Augustine, for being a, uh, a guest on here today. And, uh, yeah, if you guys have any questions, like I mentioned, any any needs for any designs, any logos, y'all go ahead and uh, follow my guy, Augustine. Once again, his uh, Instagram handle is a underscore Mantello. That's M-A-N-T-E-L-L-O. And if you guys have any questions for me or for him, y'all feel free to send those. Uh, send it our way. So, 
yeah bro thank you so much for uh being a part of today's podcast episode and uh, yeah man of course and i appreciate you guys listening into the episode as well and i'll catch you guys on the next one peace guys